This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about how to have a grown-up glow-up. Glow-up being what my kids call a makeover, or just a boost in your appearance that is about more than just how you look. It's also about how you feel. Today, we're homing in on skincare at midlife, because your skin is literally the face you present to the world, as well as an important component of health. And like every other part of you, it deserves your love and attention and support, not your blame or neglect. I'm interviewing Elaine White, a well-known and beloved esthetician here in Rhode Island. She runs an adorable and wonderful skincare studio out of her adorable and wonderful home in the adorable and wonderful town of Bristol. And I love her no-nonsense yet ultra-loving approach to skincare and how honest and transparent she is about what it means and what it takes to feel beautiful. Elaine is also an author, an avid collector of manual typewriters, the kind of woman who champions other women, and a mean cook. Elaine, welcome. It's so great to have you here today. I'm so happy to join you, Kate. Thank you for having me. (laughs) It is really my pleasure. And I immediately thought of you when I thought of this topic because you have an overarching approach to skincare, which is beauty without the BS. Can you explain what that means? It's just one of my favorite questions. You know, we are all I'm mostly talking about women when I say this. We are all so damn confused about skincare. We have things coming at us in every direction, social media. You know, it used to be when we were kids, it was Seventeen Magazine was where you got your skincare information, maybe Cosmopolitan if you were a little grown up. Mm -hmm. But now it's coming at us from all different angles. And my hope is really that in my frank conversations, I can help clean up the BS that comes with all of this advice that comes at us everywhere. And I'm just trying to make it easier and simplify people's knowledge, but also their routines so that they can have better skin and not have to wear more makeup to cover it up if it's not better. Right. Amen. Well, you mentioned that we have a lot of information coming at us and people are really kind of overwhelmed. What's something that you have noticed that a lot of people are confused about when it comes to skincare at midlife and beyond? Definitely what to use, when to use it, buying all the latest and greatest and not knowing how it's going to interact with all the other latest and greatest that has been previously bought. I think women tend to buy a lot Mm -hmm. of serums that have fancy names and expensive price tags, thinking that it's going to do all the things that 
the label may say it does, but they don't often really think about the interaction with other things or the, the time that's necessary for them to get results or even asking themselves, what am I trying to accomplish with my skincare before I start buying all the, the lotions and potions? I think that's, that's probably the number one thing. Yeah, I know. That word serum is so appealing. Isn't it? Why is that? (laughs) (laughs) It feels sort of scientific and magical and like really potent. Yeah, it does. That's right. Well, I would say that the potent word is very important there because even though, you know, the cosmetic industry is regulated with a small r, the things that we buy in the stores have ingredients in them that can cause havoc in your skin if you don't know what to do with them. Like for example, a lot of women will buy and men will buy a lot of vitamin C things because oh vitamin C is supposed to be so great. Then they use it at night, but it's really an AM product. Now is it going to harm you if you use it at night? No, but it's not really working the way it could work if you used it in the morning because it's an antioxidant and it's supposed to work with SPF products. I mean, there's a whole litany of things we can go into another podcast on about that. But serums are those those magic potions that are magic if they work, and they're horrifying if they don't. And they're grossly overpriced if you're not using them the right way, then you're just wasting money. Right. Yeah, it is seriously easy to drop some money on these products. And you're right, you really do need to think about what your goals are. I know that something I was out to dinner with girlfriends the other night and we were all kind of talking about what makeup we were wearing now that we have we're all in our late 40s and early 50s that her skin has changed. You know, there was just a lot of confusion and people were talking about foundation as if they needed to, you know, like the only option was really to cover up what was going on. And I was just like, is this really our only option? I mean, what's your kind of response to that, I think, common thought process? Well, I would say that since um, the COVID experience, when Zoom started to take hold of our business life for so many, it was the first time in my career of 25, 30 years in the beauty business where women for the first time we're actually looking at their face super close up and not their hair and not their clothing mm. and not even really their body. It was just their skin. And I received so many calls of kind of panic. I mean, filters and all those things aside because that were added to the mix. But when you just took a look at yourself close up in an office meeting with 12 other people on the screen, you realized either that what you were using was working or that what you'd been doing needed an improvement. And so I think makeup in, in a lot of ways was used quickly as a, a quick fix for those areas that hadn't been addressed in skincare. And I, I believe that if we do what we're supposed to do with our skin, we can have great enough skin that foundation or tinted moisturizer just evens it out, but doesn't have to camouflage things that would otherwise be working perfectly fine if the routine was in in order. Mm, got it. So what do you see as like kind of a basic fundamental routine? I'm sure everybody has their own unique circumstances and things going on, but just sort of in general, like what is kind of a baseline routine? Well, I think 
I would add to that question, if you don't mind. And it's like, what's the most important thing that that people can do to care for their skin before we get to the routine? And I say this because I have so many people come in and they look at the serums on the shelf and they want it because it says, this is going to brighten and tighten. It's going to reduce the appearance of lines and all those things. And the first question I always ask them is, do you wash your face when you get home from your day? And it's amazing to me how many people don't wash their face when they get home from their day. And so I will explain why that's important because it is probably, besides not smoking and you know not baking in the sun and doing all those typical things that we know are bad for our skin, when you don't wash your face, and it doesn't have to be right before bed, it can be when you get home from your day and change into your comfy clothes. So maybe for some people that's three o'clock in the afternoon. But when you wash your face, what you're doing is you're removing all the crap from your day and you're allowing the serums and the moisturizers to work with your skin effectively and efficiently so that it doesn't have to go through the muck to actually do its job. And when you go to bed at night, your skin goes into this wonderful reparative mode. And so whatever's on the surface of your skin is just kind of like working in. So if you have a lot of junk from the day and you've put moisturizer on top of that, or you haven't done anything, you're just taking all that garbage and bringing it into you while you're sleeping. And I always try to say that it's more important to have your skin be like a clean slate. So when you go to bed and you're in that resting place, your skin can really repair and renew with good things on top of it, as opposed to all the dirt from the day that you're going to bed with. So washing your face, removing your eye makeup well, not going to bed with mascara on, and making sure that you use SPF. Those are the three major ones that you can start doing right away. Even before you establish a stronger routine, those habits are probably the most important thing. And, and for your age group, um, you know, I'm closer to 60, so I can really see, like I'm the ghost of Christmas past. I can look back in you know, the late 40s, 50s and go, okay, if I had done that, <laughs> that would have been really smart. But I didn't do that. So now what am I going to do? So now I can, I can point at you like Linda the Good Witch and say, this is what you should be doing, ladies. <laughs> I mean, that's why I had you on today, Elaine. I know. I'm so happy. <laughs> this is what I'm looking for. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to ask you some specifics, but I have to take a quick break. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, welcome back. So Elaine, right before we went on break, you were talking about how important it is to wash your face and how important it is to take your off of your eye makeup and how important it is to wear SPF. And I have a follow-up question about SPF that perhaps I am the only person who is interested in this, but I don't think so. But I just want to know how important is it that we wear sunscreen every day, even if we're really just like Maybe we only are walking to and from our car and maybe, you know, to go to work and then to go to the grocery store. We're not going to be outside that much. And follow up question. Is that true even in winter? Yeah, I love that question. If you had asked me that six years ago, I would have said, eh, it's not that important. Don't Mm -hmm. worry about it. And my my estheticians who have worked for me for years used to roll their eyes when I would say that because I'm a sun girl. I go in the sun. I always wear sunscreen, but I love the sun. Until this past year, when I got two spots on my face that the dermatologist said, you got to use this chemo cream. So I used it and it wasn't pretty. Mm. And I realized I am screwing with myself with, by not using SPF every day. And what he also said is that SPF has a, I mean, um, going in the sun has a cumulative effect. So if you're the type of person who says, oh, you know, that those marks are from when I was 20 years old and used to lay out in the sun with baby oil on. It actually, it's never too late to use sunscreen. Mm -hmm. And jutting off to go to the market and come back in, you know, that's a personal choice that you make. And, you know, tinted moisturizer works nicely for that. But I would say that winter is definitely some, an area that you could add that layer of protection to the skin. Aside from if you have melanoma and skin cancers in your family, that should be 365 days a year. But if you're, you know, you're, you're on that, that teetering edge of not having any of those diagnoses, it doesn't hurt by any means to start the habit of using it. It doesn't have to be a heavy weight. It can just be a lightweight. But to get that protection is important. If you work from home you know, and you're inside all day, I don't think it's that important. But I do think that if, if you're going out for walks, if you're outside, for longer than a half an hour, I would wear sunscreen regularly. It's a good habit because then when you get to be in your 50s and 60s, you're going to have to knock that up a notch anyway. So why not start now? And it is a good age preventer. Right. It's probably the kind of thing that you'll thank yourself for later. Yes, most definitely. Something that I have, an area of my body that I have just started to think about that I never really thought about before is the backs of my hands. Yeah. Do you have any like, because I never put sunscreen on the backs of my hands or, I mean, maybe I use hands cream, but I'm not really thinking, I don't know. I'm just looking at them and thinking like, oh, I wish maybe I should have taken better care of them. Do you have anything to say about this one particular area? <laughs> well, that I thought you were going to say the neck too, because that's another area that gets pretty uh, Well, the neck, of course, the neck kind of goes without saying, I, <laughs> uh, and I'd love to talk about the neck too, but... Um, <laughs> we'll save that for another time. I, you know, um, what I do with every single product I use on my face is I always put a little extra on my hands and then put them over the back of my hands. So, you know, if you're using sunscreen, just take it and put it on the backs of your hands. When you're done, put a little extra on and start loading it up. Every single day, you can do that. Really makes a difference. 
Okay, fantastic. And same with like, maybe if you're like rubbing in your facial moisturizer and you have a little leftover, yeah, you just like always. put it on the backs of your hands. Yep, your neck and the backs of your okay. hands. And you know, one more thing about SPF that I'll add is many people when they come in to look for a moisturizer or we're talking about routines, I'll ask them, are you using a moisturizer with sunscreen or just an SPF or tinted moisturizer? And they'll say, yeah, yeah, I use that. Well, what's your nighttime moisturizer? I use the same one. No, you don't want to do that because (laughs) a sunscreen is a chemical and sometimes it can be a mineral-based sunscreen, but you want to get that off your face. And if you're washing your face at night, you don't want to reapply chemicals to your skin before you go to bed. And it, it just kind of reiterates what I said earlier about going to bed with the crap on our face. You do not need sunscreen to go to bed. And the less chemicals you can use on your face, the better off you are. So, so just make sure you have a moisturizer for your evening routine that does not have sunscreen in it. In that case, you can't do a two-for-one. You have to use a different moisturizer. Mm, really good point. Well, now that you've brought up next, and I'm so glad that you did, I feel like I must ask you about that because I know that that is on so many women's minds and men's minds too, even some have confessed to me. So how do we take good care of the skin on our neck? You know, wear a scarf, protect (laughs) protect the skin as much as possible. (laughs) I mean, SPF, moisturize, wear a scarf. It's a very thin area and it's going to age you know, so, so many people will do treatments to their face, you know, high level dermatology treatments, or they'll do fillers and Botox and even facelifts and all those things. But you always can notice when people do that, when you look at their neck and you look at the backs of their hands, it's the real age. So you just have to be aware that whatever you're doing on your face, just always bring down to your neck and your decollete too, that area above your breasts. It's really an area that also can look super lined and aged. So don't be afraid to just go right down, right above your breasts. Every time you're washing, if you're time you do an exfoliant, when you moisturize, when you do sunscreen, even serums, it will help a lot later on. You know, think of it as preventative okay. as much as possible. Right. You know, if you're thinner skinned, if you're Irish, English, Scottish, you have it against you in that sense because your skin tends to be thinner and fairer and it ages much more than somebody who's got a thicker skin. You know, I have a lot, you know, a lot of Greek, Italian, I'm in Bristol and there's a ton of Portuguese women who come in and, you know, they'll come in, they're 75 and they use olive oil on their face and, you know, soap and their skin looks like they're 30. Sometimes it's, it's genetics and hereditary. and, And unfortunately for people who are fairer, they need more protection. You know, that that's the SPF thing I would definitely add a little extra of. Okay, great. I feel like you're talking directly to me, I even though I we am, turned our Kate. cameras off. <laughs> how, did you, how did you know that, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> I just could feel it. I could feel it. So <laughs> we're running out of time and there's a lot more questions that I want to ask you, but I want to make sure that I save time for you to tell us, for the people who are loving what you're saying and want to connect with you more, maybe they have questions for you, maybe they want to ask you about certain products. I don't know. What do you have to offer them and where can they find you? Well, my website, elainewhite.com, is a really good source for lots of this chatter because I write blogs all the time. And I've also written a book which has some beauty segments in it, but it's more of a you know spin on life's moving parts. It is a dose of reality. And I think it's a great read and that can be purchased on my website. Also on Amazon too. And then 
you can always connect with me live because we're open for business in Bristol and it's a beautiful space with gardens in the back. And this spring we'll be doing a lot of retreats and workshops and events. So if you go to the website, probably within the next few weeks, you'll see the whole retreat list. That's going to be pretty exciting. I'm hoping you'll come down, Kate, for that and maybe be a guest to one of my retreats. Yeah, I would love to. Your space is so magical. And if you're wondering about Elaine's website, it's Elaine is spelled A-L-A-Y-N-E and then white.com, right? Did I get that right? That's right. Yep. I'm on Instagram and Facebook too. They can find me there, Elaine White. And you know, I'm easy, I'm very reachable. So anywhere you go on any of my sites, I usually have a contact information, but you can always find me easily. And I'm a live human that you can talk to. And usually you'll get me if you call call the place and I'll answer the phone generally. <laughs> I know. I love that about you. You are a callable person and that you can't say that about many people in this day and age. It's true. We need more connection. I will just say one more thing. And that is that I think that, you know, you had asked me a question in the, the prep, which I love to answer, which is just about how do we light up from within? You know, like what's our purpose and how does that, mm. how does that beauty? I think that was the question, something like that. And I, I was thinking that Yes. I want to live the life I want to live while I'm living. So I'm trying to shed all the parts of my life that no longer feed my joy. And I just want to add more parts that do to it. And just to circle back to skincare, skincare should be easy and joyful. It shouldn't be a weight on you. You should use your cleanser and your moisturizer and your serums and feel love and joy because you're feeding yourself beauty on the outside. And when you feel that way, both ways, inside and outside, it just makes you smile and you know you're happier. I just hope that women understand that it's the insides too that matter and I know you talk about that all the time. Yes, and I'm so glad you pointed that out. And I think it carries a ton of weight especially from someone who is an esthetician, you know, and who who knows about beauty and it's not just what you're slathering on your skin. It's your energy and how you feel. And thank you for that reminder. I really appreciate it. I always love talking to you. I hope you have a wonderful day, Elaine. And for anybody listening who is really resonating with Elaine, go find her and call the number on her website or on her Instagram, and she will pick up the phone and talk to you about your skincare routine, even if you don't live in Rhode Island. Isn't that right? That's right. Yeah. And we ship products across the whole country. We have beautiful skincare products that we We'll do consults and virtual consults, and you don't have to make a trip in, although we do love to see people now. Thank you so much for this today, Kate. It was a joy. Thank you, Elaine. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley don't forget the W, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 